Welcome to Unscripted Gaming. My name is Josh. My name is Mike. And welcome to our 2016 Game of the Year podcast. You will notice Ray is not with us today. Uh, given his position in the gaming industry, he does have to uh, sit this one out. But I do have a memo here from the desk of Ray. It says, uh, Josh is expressly forbidden from mentioning Tap Tycoon in any of these deliberations. So, uh, here's why Tap Tycoon is the best game of 2016. Uh, I'm just going to go ahead and assume that Clash uh, Clash Royale was on there, too. Uh, and... uh, it... Okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. Okay. Oh, all right. Okay. Okay. Yeah, no. So... <laughs> So okay, let me let me rephrase now. this. Isn't game of the year 2016? This is games that are not as good as Tap Tycoon 2016. So uh, so close. So many games came so close, but none could just pa- none could num- surpass the high bar set by the high and stupid bar of Tap Tycoon. Maybe maybe 2017 will game. be the year, but I I don't know. It, maybe someday we may have to have a supreme game of all time, Tap Tycoon. But that's a that's a discussion for another podcast. Well, if you want to find us on uh, Facebook, you can uh, catch uh, Unscript underscore Gaming. Uh, oh, wait, that's on Twitter. I mean, because well, <laughs> what else do we even talk about? I don't even know. Yeah, that uh, you know, make sure you get us on SoundCloud, iTunes, you know, wherever you listen to podcasts. And uh, well, this is this has been a good one. Short, sweet, and to the point. Bam. Want to do another? Want to do like the dedicate the rest of this podcast to games that we also like that aren't Tap Tycoon, but might actually be some of our favorite games of the year. I mean, I guess we could do that. I know one one could one could do that. One one could do that. Now we should have probably talked about this before we got on the air, and I think this is how we did it last year. But I think we're fault. Did we do? Us sending order from five to one, and then alternate each of us doing our five five four four three three two two one one. I think that's how we did it last year. I think that's how we should do it this year. I think that is how we did it last year, and I think that yeah. seems like a a pretty good way to do it. <laughs> this is unscripted gaming, of course. So you know, we didn't script any of this. We just started recording and realized we hadn't talked enough beforehand. So and that's what we're doing you now. Know. So here we are. All right. Well, hey. So we had a couple of other like kind of superlative categories that of other things and an honorable mention here or there before we got to our our our, uh, our big list here so josh did you want to hit some of those yeah i'll go ahead with um my top streaming slash watching game this was the game that it, it's a game that i want to play but i just have not had the time to sink into but have found myself drawn to watching um, many different people play just because of the amount of variety and just th- the overall I- exciting nature of this game. A game I don't think anybody was really expecting to do so well, but is just a really fun game to watch people play, both serious and not serious. And that goes to Hitman. Um, That's a great choice. It's just been a it's been a really fun game to watch, a game I can't wait to get my hands on. And it's one of those games that even though I've watched a lot of people play it, I don't feel like I will lose anything in actually getting my hands on the game after having watched it because of the 
variation in all of the stuff that happens. Um, you know, the constant changing of, of the elusive targets and other, other things that happen on the, the maps. Um, and just, again, the so many different ways that you can approach each level that I don't feel like I'm losing anything by watching tons and tons of content of people playing Hitman. Yeah, I think it's it's definitely. I've just really. Um, I mean, it, it's definitely. It was definitely one of my honorable mentions this year, and I only kind of, only kind of because there, be just because I haven't had a lot of time to play it yet. But I really recently finally got some. I was forced myself to sit down and start playing this, and I think you're 100 percent right. I mean, I've watched a lot of you know, other people kind of, you know, play through this and do some of their own missions, but ha- but what was really fun was kind of. Uh, getting and putting, getting myself into like, oh god, okay, there, are all these people looking for me. If I if I throw this screwdriver at someone fast enough and rip their clothes off their body, I think I can get away with this. Uh, and just also like the weird chaos that can kind of happen and 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 creates a lot of fun. How that? How did I just? How did that work? There's no. How did this work? That was amazing. Oh man, that was so cool. Uh, so it's definitely. Um, I'm really, it's definitely going to be, I think it's my, I can't, more time to play game. It'll be my old game of 2017. Um, because that is a pretty cool game. And I really do feel like, I mean, I've kind of run through the first two maps, like once or twice, but there's, I mean, you unlock kind of different stuff per map. So there's all sorts of different ways you can come back to it. And they're so like, they're so complex and, um, just really well designed, so there is a lot. There's a lot of game there, even though if you have, like Josh said, have watched a lot of it. So I think it's. And I will say the way that they have released this game and and done like the episodic sort of format, I feel like that the way they have done this season of Hitman is the way that episodic games had been envisioned but never quite executed. Like this game. The way they release stuff over the year, the way they put out that content, the way that the game um, came it, out made yeah, the it, game more relevant more often. And I think it really, really was the way that other companies should look at the way to release episodic games. Yeah, I think it – I mean, it, so we don't think the Half-Life episodic um, – the ha- Half-Life episodes were, were – we don't think that was that was the goal – is this, no, would you say I don't that? think oh, so. Oh, okay. Oh, because episode three is a okay. Huh. Weird. Um, it's slightly delayed. Yeah, it's slightly. I, a, little, a little bit of valve time. Um, I think <laughs> you're definitely right, and I think it also did encourage. I, I think it's part of what made what why the episodic release worked so well for Hitman was because, I it. I think if they had the full breadth of content there immediately, I think it kind of would have discouraged you from really taking those deep dives into each individual level to learn all the layouts, learn where I can get uh, this disguise, where this item goes, what happens at this time on the Yeah, you're just going to blow through the whole game, get through everything, and then put the game down and never play it again instead of looking at the different ways that you can approach everything, the content that they put on the same map but it you know in a different way a different objective a uh, different uh, approach mm-hmm. it, i think it really really benefited the longevity of hitman definitely i think it like i said it really it really kind of encouraged 
people playing this game to you know really take the time to dive into those levels and just see i mean once you kind of get an initial grasp of the mechanics like the whole game just kind of blows open yeah and it it does take a little bit of time to to learn it but once you do it it feels like a whole different game it's it's definitely something uh that i think if i had played more would i don't know if it would be on my honorable mentions it might be on it might have made my top five but it's yeah it's really I would, cool I would... and i think uh I think it's a great game to watch and a better one to play. Yeah, if we were if 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 the top five list included games that we hadn't touched, I would put that on there because I I, I very much have enjoyed everything I've seen, and I imagine I will like that game when I play it. Um, do we want to do another superlative or do we want to do number fives? Let's do let's do one more superlative. We got we got to right. we got to build the tension here. Mike, hit me with the superlative. Um, well, we had talked about doing a, a, a hottest mess superlative, you know, on the other on the other kind of end of it here. There are a couple of messes here in the the world of video games this year, Josh. There, what do you think was, there what, what were. Was, what, what was your hottest mess? Like some things like Street Fighter Five. I think you know, Stan and Ray wanted to, Ray wanted to mention some the ongoing, like the slow burning hot mess of. Nintendo's confusion. Um, yeah, that that's one we'll probably talk about a little more soon. So you you know you just put hashtag Nintendo. Um, you know, in in a certain way, you can you can put Battleborn on that list as well. Ooh, um, that's a good one. That's a, that was a, that was a spicy mess. That was great. Yeah, that uh, <laughs> and it's you know you. It's not maybe that they, they put out a necessarily a... bad product. I mean, you know, it's a good, you know, that thing is hobby grade, man. So it's a it's a choice product, but it just the way that they went about it, the timing, the pricing, there's there's just a lot of messed up stuff around it. It's just, mm. I think, but I don't think ha- that that was I the hottest it, mess. It was, I, I I don't think having it be anywhere near Overwatch was. Uh, uh, reduce the the heat, you know. Didn't yeah. do that game any favors. Didn't uh, didn't cool off. Didn't cool off the pile. I but. think the I think the um, uh, I think the hottest mess is you know. I think it, it, I think there's only one thing that can really compete for this, you know, because there are billions upon billions of hot messes out there in the universe, Josh. And they're some all might the say, same. Some might say quintillions. Of messes of hot messes that are discovered. all the same, but they're all the same. for a shader, <laughs> they're all the same because we're we're of course talking about No, no Man's, Man's Sky. Sky. I think it is a very fair choice for our hot mess of the year. I don't know yeah. what, what do we have a name for this award? Is it like the Josh the Josh Award, the like the Josh Hot Mess Award, or like? The Jonesy, or I don't know, what, what do we call it? I don't know. Yeah, that. The, <laughs> this is this it. is the. Um, uh, Ray has a name for all of our lost our lost pods because of incompetence or other such things, and I think this one, this one would get tossed in that pile. Just the. Oh, I know. How about the? What the hell were you thinking? Award, for, see, and see, the, I think the 
the reason why they deserve this award is because not only that they, they asked, they should have asked themselves this question, you know, not just once, but over like a period of a, of a good three or four years. Yeah. You know, like just what, 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 what? Can I just what are, what are what are what are we doing here? What are we doing here, indeed, my friend? Just, <laughs> I mean, I mean, see, there's now you have to debate like which hot mess is the best one, like the, like the the E3 trailer versus the way the gameplay actually looked, the fact or like the subreddit hate train that like is just is oh god. I mean, there's so many hot messes to choose from. Quintillions the, of hot the, messes about this very the Twitter game. the Twitter hacking incident. Oh um, yeah, man. Yeah, this is this is the only choice. <laughs> yeah, it's there. Congrats. There were a lot of there were a lot of contenders for runner up. Run the runner up was a much more interesting fight, I think, if you really were to get into the 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 ranking of hot messes. But uh, yeah, No Man's Sky is. It it crowns it reigns supreme above all the other hot messes of 2016. That's uh, there, that's that. Yeah, there. One yeah, of the most hotly right. anticipated games just uh, what is the hotliest mess of the year? Yep. Woo! So tragic. Con- congr- clap, congratulations! Clap that up! Clap that up! Good job! Good job! Hello games! Clap that up! More like goodbye games. Am I right? Stop. <laughs> okay, let's stop bagging on poor indie studios that got overhyped uh, against their own intentions, and let's talk about. I guess before we hit our top five, top fives, let let's hit some of the games that didn't make our list. Our, our I guess some honorable mentions. We already covered Hitman pretty well, but what kind of mm, uh, any other? I'm gonna say let's hold the honorable mentions until after we do the list. Because okay. that's this fine. may yeah. it may tip our hand towards some of the games that are that's on a, our list. You know that's a good point. Why don't we do that? Well, that's hey, why they Josh. pay me the big. That's why they pay me the big bucks. Well, big get those bucks. YouTube get that YouTube. Get that YouTube. Get that YouTube money. Fucking just rake it in, baby. Hand over fist here. Literally, sense it's crazy. Literally. Literally. Well, hey. Well, uh, do you want to go first? What's your number? Number five. Game, my number five game may surprise some. It is Pokemon Go. That is not on my list. <laughs> it did surprise me. You're right. <laughs> the, the look of stunned silence on Mike's face was great. Let me explain. I know it is not the best game ever. It is, you know, a a, a tweaked version of Niantic's other game, Ingress, with a Pokemon skin. Um it's gone through its issues with all the server trouble they were having and changes they made to the game um, and people acting a fool because of it. But at the end of the day, Pokemon Go has done something that I don't think any other game has done in this way. And, and, and bringing people together, bringing people outside, bringing people into their communities, bringing people under this one umbrella of having this shared experience where you could go out for a couple, many weeks and, and see people playing this game and interact with people and seeing people you would mm-hmm. not normally see interacting with people you've would never normally interact with. And just the whole social experience that surrounded Pokemon go 
you, you can make the argument that it was cashing in on, you know, nostalgia or whatever. You're right, it was, but that doesn't change the fact that everything that surrounded cool. that experience was amazing. Yeah, yeah again, there was, was terrible cool. things that happened too because people are shitty, but like the overall thing about it, I really enjoyed. Um, and I, I actually kind of wrote about this a little bit of something I might release later, but like in a year that really sucked and really saw people divided, it did give me some hope that there is still a way for people to come together behind something. And this is one of those things that showed me that like, I mean, there's still some hope for humanity in some aspects and it was just a really cool, really cool experience. Yeah, I think, and I think a lot of the shortcomings of Pokemon Go, like our gym battles are bad. They weren't great. I want to trade Pokemon. Um, okay. I think a lot of those shortcomings for people maybe coming to a free cell phone game expecting a 3DS game. And what to those people, I say there's a really good 3DS Pokemon game out right now that a lot of people really like and is, I think, one of the strongest titles um, in the Pokemon series for a good while. Uh, that you can play right now that has all of those things. And that Pokemon Go is just a way to get you to walk outside and have something cool to do while you're doing it. So, I mean, it let you catch Pokemon in real life. How fucking baller is that? How many of us who grew up playing Pokemon would just like walk around and see tall grass and be like, man, I wish a Pokemon would hop out of there so I could fucking throw a Pokeball at it. <laughs> Josh, is that why you're throwing baseballs at squirrels all the time, Josh? Yes. Maybe yes, you'll it get is. it someday. Someday you'll catch someday. it. Someday. You'll catch that little bugger. You'll get God him. damn it. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey. All right, let's hear, let's hear your five, Mike. Uh, my, the fifth game on my list is Titanfall 2. Oh. And I really, I you know, when it came to, like, I guess, shooters that I'm playing with, a, like, a controller, um... Or I guess games with like your Call of Duty esque multiplayer. I could never really, I never really got into them long term. Like Battlefield is a pretty different flavor of game, I think. Uh, but I never really latched on to like the Call of Duty multiplayer kind of flow. And for me, uh, Titanfall Two added giant robots and wall jumping and crazy other like just you're flying around all over the place. You're cloaking. You're like phasing through other dimensions and stuff. And then you have big giant robots that shoot missiles and punch stuff. And it just p put all of that like rapid fire gameplay together in a, in a multiplayer way that I, it feels, it kind of feels like Call of Duty, but it always felt like it, like all that, just the movement options feel, so, it feels so cool. Like when you just pull off a, a string of just really cool stuff and then you get a giant robot for it and then you can just do more cool giant robot stuff. It it just really has a like that feed, kind of feedback loop of you you're doing awesome keep doing awesome stuff that is just really really freaking fun um, and I think uh, just some of the other stuff that I really enjoyed uh, let me see here was the I think the campaign itself was also uh, just it, I guess I went in having pretty low expectations compared to some Call of Duty campaigns I've played in the past, but um, you know it just really came together pretty well for me, and I really did uh, 
Uh, I think they really told a pretty cool story that just felt that was just really solidly well done. So I think overall, it's just a between the multiplayer and the single player, just a really well done game all around. All right. Well, I've only played about twenty minutes of the game, but I think I see some what you're talking about, and I really look forward to diving into that game. It's actually my most anticipated can't wait to play from this year multiplayer game so uh, i'm quite looking forward to diving into titanfall when i have a little more time yeah it's a pretty solid choice it's 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 a lot of fun it's a great it's just all around a great single player great multiplayer and big giant robots punching each other it's yeah awesome. dude giant robots you got me sold i'm i'm all for that you're a bit you you know you're a big fan of giant robots as i understand i am it. uh speaking i like, I like the gundams Speaking of giant robots, um, what's your fourth favorite game, Josh? My fourth favorite game of 2016 is Super Hot. Oh. Yes. It's Super. a game that I had to – I did not rem- realize that it ca- – I, I, like, forgot that it came out in 2016, and I was looking at a list of games that came out this year, and I was like – that was this year. Shit. Well, that's on the list. So yeah, I um, super uh, it, that game actually did not make my top five somehow. But I've that's a I really like that game. It's I mean because the whole the whole kind of mechanic of it for those who might not know is you time stops when you stop moving, and that includes like any sort of like looking around you do in first person. So it's part puzzle, part shooter, and yeah, it's a it's just a really cool game. Yeah, it's it's very short, but it has a lot of replayability in the fact that you really want to... Th- they have different challenges around the different levels that are there, trying to maximize your route, trying to minimize the amount of blows you do, um, things of that nature, trying to get it under a certain amount of uh, stopped time versus actual time. It's it's a really good game and there there's there's a whole frame of like you're basically playing a virtual reality game and there's some some like seeming hacking going on in the background and there there's just everything about that game is is superb even for the fact that it's only about 2 3 hours at most yeah. to play through the campaign just it was very engaging it was very gripping i i couldn't stop playing it like when i when i was starting to really get through the story beats and seeing like what was happening next you know I, I knew i was getting close to the end i just said you know what i've been doing this in one thing i'm gonna finish it and i did but man that game is great and i've gone back and played mm-hmm. several times since playing stuff looking for the secrets uh doing the different challenges uh things of that nature so i've i really really enjoyed yeah, that game it's a it's it's a really cool i mean I think it's also important to say that, like, the length for me wasn't a, uh, I don't think it was a knock a knock against it at all. I mean, I think I think that there's something to be said for a game that knows, I mean, that doesn't try and, like, spin, you know, what's a great two, three hour, I guess, kind of first run through experience, not including challenge stuff, and doesn't try and spin it into a full, like, 16 hour thing with RPG mechanics. Like, yeah. I, I think that just the simplicity of it. And it's a game that knows what it's about, and it executes on that, and yeah, no and, more, no less. And what they're able to, like, I mean, what they have such a simple, kind of straightforward concept, and they put you in a lot of creative situations with it, and, and that gives that game a lot of flavor. Plus, like, just all the story wrapping around it. 
that I didn't, you know, kind of like portal-wise, I didn't really expect to going in, but became something that I thought really, really did a lot for that game. So I, I agree. It didn't make it it's, didn't it's one of those it's one of those five, games I didn't know that I wanted until I played it and I was like oh yeah no this this is this is it yeah that that's a it's a super cool game super hot it's a super, super hot cool. it super is a, a super cool. not hot mess yeah it would True not that. it would not win the hottest mess because it was super and for those of us those of us cool. out there who uh, are VR fans they did just release a super hot VR which I hear good things about as well yeah which is. All the more reason to include it on this list because Super Hot is pretty badass. It's pretty sweet. Number okay. three. Can I do my number four? Oh shit! You're right. Number four. How dare you? How da- I'm a fan. I thought we had already done. No, okay. Mike, please. No, it's please. okay. No, so number four. Speaking of games that we almost forgot came out this year, my number four game is. A little game called The Witness, which is The Witness. Indeed, the Witness. that did yeah, come out it was like this year, just barely. It was like either January or February, really early on. Um, it was a puzzle game by uh, led by a guy named uh, Jonathan Blow. He did Braid all the way back in like I think that came out in two thousand seven or something. But he's been kind of working on this one for a while. Him and his team. And it is just a marvel of a game. It's as far as puzzle games, because I mean, you're solving puzzles, but it also kind of you're also exploring this environment, which is like really colorful and just just really cool. It's just a cool place to be in, and it's the kind of that the puzzles are so fiendishly designed in that game. I mean, it never feels unfair. Like once you, once you learn it's cause it's all a very simple kind of, it all kind of routes from one puzzle where it's like you have your goal is to connect to this, the get to the beginning of the end of this maze. And then all these different uh, parts of this Island you're exploring kind of take that and twist it in different ways where it's like, now you have to think about the color, uh, and it's like now these two paths mirror each other. Now there's uh, other kinds of um, like rules you have to kind of follow, and it just uh, it just is so creative in how they just take something like kind of like super hot, like how they take something so simple like a line drawing puzzle, um, and just do the craziest things with it. It just it, it and when you kind of and how they not just have those puzzles like on panels, but how they put them as like kind of meta puzzles as like big pieces in the environment i mean there are secret part they're like secret line puzzles that like wait that that like cloud looks kind of like a puzzle and you try and solve it and then it does something and it's like what it just does a lot of cool stuff and it's it's a i remember seeing when that game first came out like people having you know taking puzzles that they were doing in the game and like recreating them in real life so that they yeah, could work on uh, them even more when they weren't on the game and like having stuff spread out across their tables and whatnot trying to work through the puzzles um that that's I, that i that is a game that i really want to play with my wife because she likes games like that and uh yeah, <laughs> i actually bought bought a steam link on sale so that we would have an easy way to play that game so we can play through that game together yeah, it's definitely it's definitely a good like kind of couples game just because you know there's no like it, it it's great to have multiple people look at it because sometimes like I'm really good at like this kind of puzzle and my wife was you know really good at kind of at this kind of puzzle and she was just 
and kind of figuring out the logic. And she might be able to see an element in a puzzle mm-hmm. that you're just completely missing. Yeah, and it, it really was. Like, we did really help each other with a lot of kind of our, our weaker areas in terms of, like, how we got through that game. And uh, just overall, like, when you figure out the rule and you get to a really hard puzzle and you solve it, it just feels so good. It is just... And it it was definitely worth the wait. And it was just... It's a damn good game. Nice. Number three. Let's move number three, Mike. Uh, okay. Hit me with that number three. Well, my number three is a little game I have been looking forward to for a long time, and it is called Hyper Light Drifter. It is kind of like a two D top down action game. Um, think like a link to the past kind of smashed together with Dark Souls. You put in a really just absolutely killer soundtrack. And, and if, just, yeah, the artwork and, was done by, like, uh, by, like, um, French techno duo. Oh, my God, I'm blanking on their name. Daft Punk. Daft Punk. Yeah, it ended <laughs> uh, and kind of put it all together. It just makes this game that is just, for, first of all, just the actual mechanics of the combat are so fast and fun. And the like, the environments are just really like interesting to be in, and that game just oozes style. And just to, it, yeah. and so it it's just it looks good, it feels good, it sounds good. Again, it wasn't a, an overly long game. I think I'm. Let me see here. I have about I'm kind of halfway through a, uh, I guess a quarter of a way through a second playthrough or so, and I've got about. That would be so. I'll probably put a single play through about eight to ten hours, probably, um, maybe a little, maybe a little more. Um, so it's not a super long game, but it is just a. I think just as, as it, it it basically, and like I said, it's a game I've been looking forward to. I think ever since I first saw the Kickstarter trailers for it, and it's that we we you know often malign Kickstarter for ha- kind of falling short, but this was a game that I think just not only not only uh delivered on what it promised but just it just completely blew my expectations away and it was just a it's just yeah i've man i have made it about halfway through the game and i've really really been enjoying it and i really think that this game probably would have been in my three spot had i not made an executive decision and chosen another game that i put there um but that game also really excels not only in the way that it feels and plays, but that atmospheric storytelling, mm-hmm. the way that you kind of yeah. like are piecing together this odd story through voiceless interactions and, and things you see in the environment. And, you know, you see the ruins of, of something that has happened. You see these flashbacks that happen to the character and, and things that he goes through during certain periods. And I'm sure that just keeps getting, you know that increases as you get closer yeah. to the end, but I've I've really enjoyed trying to piece together what the fuck is going on as I've played that game. Yeah, and it's just, um, man, I just you know I just really fell in love with this game. Like it is just it's just so much fun to play, and then and it just as you I mean 
once you really learn the combat and you know learn what you can do, it just feels it just looks so cool when you're just doing really cool stuff. Like yeah, it feels really good dashing around and slashing and shooting and all that and and like, chaining stuff together. Yeah, it and I thought all I mean the all the boss fights are really great. I think all the all the different areas are pretty unique. It's just I think it's if you're kind of um. I don't know who I exactly I'd recommend this game to, but anybody who kind of wants like a kind of an old, not not quite like a Zelda, but it feels like it feels like if someone had to make a a sequel to like a, an old school Zelda game in 2016, I I, I think Hyper. But they made it a little harder. Yeah, a little harder. Um, it's just it's a really. I just really, really, really dug this game, and I it's think a it's a really just, good game. I think as for what it set out to accomplish, I think it just crushed it. Hits it. It, it, it hits at, it. Yeah, it, it was just a fabulous piece of art, and I loved it. Well, hey, hey Josh, Josh, what's your number three? So, it would have been Hyperlight Drifter, but I made an executive decision. Now, this game technically didn't come out this year, but it came out this year on the platform that I played it on. Close had, enough. So I'm counting it for this year. Um, and that game is Rise of the Tomb Raider. Now, I actually... It took me a while to finish this game. It, it's a thing that I've been in progress for most of the year. Um, but every time I have walked away from that game, I I have been amazed with everything about that. The way that it plays... The environments that you're in, um, the music, the setting, the, the I just really, really enjoyed being in that world and seeing Lara Croft go through what she was going through and trying to figure out the mystery, um, figure out what was going on, find the, the relic, and try and save the day. It's also one mm-hmm. of those games that... I will say the name kind of weirded me out at the at the offset because it's the sequel, yet it's called Rise of the Tomb Raider. But having finished that game, you 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 really see why they called it the Rise of the Tomb Raider, uh, just given given the journey that Lara goes through and and the way that it ends and sets up for the coming sequels. Um, it leaves you satisfied with the questions you started out with at the beginning of the game, mm-hmm. but with a whole new set of questions as it sets itself up for sequels. Um, Man, and like a, I said, that sidebar, I, I, I really just, this game for some reason just completely was just not on my radar at all. And so I'm just watching a little bit of footage of it. It looks really good. It's a good looking game. Oh, it is. It is. Gorgeous! It is definitely one of those games that I am de- I'm going to replay the second I have my computer fully built because while the like just on the low settings that I was playing that game on the environment looked phenomenal and just every different area you know there's there's a there's a jungly area you know you've got your tombs and your ruins you've got arctic areas you've got caves um, you've got old and ba- abandoned like military complexes. It, Every environment is so unique, but it's just so so well crafted from uh, the foliage to the the creatures that you see there. Because you know there are, there are animals and those those pl- you 
you really get a sense that the island is alive. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it's it's a gorgeous game, and I will definitely play through it again just so I can see it on even higher settings and like just be in awe of it even more. Um, though I will say that the, the game does also suffer from it should be renamed to uh, Laura Croft's Series of Unfortunate Events 2. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> Things like that often happen to her where she's right on the cusp of something big happening and then everything goes tits up and she falls through a crack and falls down something and has to climb her way to freedom. Um, But if you can get past that semi, um, you know, movie-esque suspension of disbelief for there, it's a really good game and I very much enjoyed playing that and I... I'm really, really looking forward to um, whatever they do next. So awesome! It, it is. It is quickly moved into one of my favorite series, uh, let alone my fa- third favorite game of 2016. Yeah. Well, I will have to. I mean, because I, I, I there's, there's a, a a certain other uh, action adventure Indiana Jones esque game series that is going to be absent from my list that if if you ever have a chance to give a shot i would recommend and i will have to i'll have to as someone who enjoyed that series i you yeah sounds like i need to play play this sounds like i need to play some doom raider good to know well hey we'll um, we'll we'll, we'll talk on the steam steam family link because i'll get you hooked up i like that plan okay so we've come down to our top two and i believe I'm gonna do we share? Do we share? Do we? I have a feeling either we share our top two or they're reversed. I think they might be reversed. Okay. But I think they're. I think that just goes to show that just how. First of all, I think, I think there's a case for either of these games to clearly be the number one game this year. Um, Depending on what you're looking for, um, and the angle yeah. you take at it, it. Yes, the case can be made for both of these games. And honestly, if somebody if somebody were to sit down and, and argue with me about it, I would be comfortable switching them. Um, mm-hmm. They both they both shine this it's, year, especially. Cons- I mean, considering that uh, like one element of this of one of these games is pretty absent from the other and is one element of this other game is a lot stronger in than compared to the other game. You know what? Uh, th- yes. That's really confusing logic. We're just going to say that basically we have, it sounds like we have a two way tie for number one here between overwatch and doom. <laughs> Indeed for me, I put overwatch in my two spot and doom in my one spot. And I believe I put doom in my two spot and overwatch in my number one. So Mike, I want to hear I want to hear your reasoning first and then I'll tell you mine. Okay. Well, I think you know, I I put Doom. Let me see here. Well, I I fucking loved Doom. Doom is so good. Doom is just it's just you can't play that game and not have just the stupidest smile on your face the whole time. Because, I mean, just like... It, it's and a just, little bit of a chubby, too. Uh, 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 very... Okay. Um, <laughs> just saying. Uh, <laughs> but just... Uh, Demon there, murder there's just a... Um, 
because uh, I actually just finished watching the no clip documentary about this about Doom, and uh, it just going from like what they were planning this game to be originally to it to what it it just sounded exhausting. It's like man, this just sounds like not like the least fun. This just sounds like the worst game. Like just ugh, just it just sounds like it, just so tired. But this new Doom, it just has so much energy. And is not only I think is it, it it hits this tone of just it's completely ridiculous, but it's just so confident and just just how it portrays just how and in the gameplay and just the 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 movement the the music the the kind of character the story and, and not so much story but more just how Doom Guy has com- complete disregard for all things demonic and there's no exceptions to be made. Yep. Not even and, for and the good Doom of is another one Just, of those games mm, nope. that knows what it's about and makes no apologies for it. It says this is a game where you're going to run around and you're going to beat the shit out of demons in any and every way imaginable. Yon board, good. Let's go. Here here we go. Like it's just I I think and just how like I mean, it's it, it it sets out to do that, and then it just it just you know like we talked about it just it it, it just nails it because they have things like you know oh demonic invasion in progress on the monitor, and you're just like this is just st-. like and you're like man this is so stupid, and as like some narrator is like blabbing at you, and Doom guy just takes the monitor, just throws it against throws the wall, it. and then it's it's just man, it's just, the game is just so full of it, it's like that game personifies like. Okay, we both know why we're here. You want to run ra- around really fast and shoot a bunch of big, awesome guns and blow up some demons with the most metal music happening in the background. Is that what? You, is that what you're? Great. Okay, let's go. Boy, do I have the game for you! And it is. It's just. It's. Ah, it's just man. It is so good. But, but that being said, that being said, um, I think I I mean, Overwatch I. That game is just so much fun. I think I've played it almost every, almost three or four times a week, every day or every week since that game has come out, and it's I'm still learning things. It's still fun. I, I think it's definitely. I think a lot of that game, it, I I kind of get like it, it's kind of like a trade off. Like if you said if you told me that you didn't have, like you didn't have a lot of other people who play, you played PC games with and you needed you were looking for one game to buy, I'd probably tell you to buy Doom just because as a single player experience, Doom is in Doom is incredible. But if you had like a squad of three or four people you play with pretty frequently. I tell you, Overwatch is the way to go because it's. I mean, it's so. It's just once you when you put that teamwork together and like you have your character, like oh you know your mains. Okay, I'm gonna set you up. I'm gonna do my alt, and then the, so this person can, um, so you, you can live long enough to jump in and do this thing. Some I might call it a wombo combo. A, a wa- the womboest of all combos, and so just doing that. I guess what um. I think what I, I what really did Overwatch for me is because as someone who 
always appreciated like MOBAs and League of Legends from afar. Uh, and just like all the interplay between the characters and how, oh, well, this person did this thing that let this other person come in and do something crazy. And it looks so, it was so awesome. Um, and it just knowing I, I who get, counters who and who, you know, who, when you need to change your team comp and things like that, yeah, you know, like, and all that, all that kind of, all that kind of interplay was something I always, I always loved, but just, I could just mechanically, I never, um, could never quite put it together. Because they're, they're, those games are way too dense for an outsider to get quickly and in a very friendly fashion. Yeah, and so for Overwatch to come along, I mean, first of all, it's just I think from like the first teaser, I mean, it's clear that Blizzard had all, just a lot of like craft and personality. Like, and from the first second you watch the game, you're like, oh, I know exactly like. I know already know what the rules are of this world. Like, kind of story-wise, I'm really interested in, in these characters already. And I think the kind of core thing I really like, I love about Overwatch is that it took that that kind of mo like that kind of MOBA like gameplay and strategy and put it into a game I already know how to play. Like, which you know some people might say, oh, that's it's so unoriginal, but it's just they they did that and it works so well. And it's just, and it feels so good. Like when you pull off some crazy upset, and you have you kind of put have a plan and just put it all together. It just feels so much fun. Like it, it's constantly fresh because there's, I mean, there's, I mean, I stick pretty closely to it. I know where my bread is buttered in Overwatch, um, but it's just there's so much variety between all the different lineups and all the different things that you can do to, you know. Just try something new. Uh, I mean, a lot from the support of like how much the game has already grown since launch. They've added so much, and they've got so much lined up in the future. And I mean, I've just I, it's just always really fun. And then the, you know, you, you get play the game, and it's just you doing something completely badass, and everyone else is watching it. It just feels so good, and I just freaking love that game. And I'm gonna probably be playing it, you know. For it's probably just like gonna be the game I play like for quite a long time because it's just really fucking good. It's the real hobby grade game of 2016. It is the the most hobbyist of hobby grade games. But man, Josh, I just want to tell you, it is really hard to argue why Doom shouldn't be the number one game when you're listening to the Doom soundtrack. Y- right? Uh, is man, it's Doom is so good. It's like that's the thing. It's just like. Like I over Overwatch is my number one game. Like jo- jokingly, Josh asked, "Hey, Mike, what, are, what, what have you kind of started working on your top five? And I was like, "Top five for uh, 2016 for like the podcast." And I was like, "Oh yeah, Lucio, Reapers, and Yada, Winston." <laughs> and he's like, "No, no, I mean games." And I was like, "Yeah, that's pretty much it." <laughs> what what else, what do you want? Come on. <laughs> um. But man, that Doom soundtrack is so good. Yeah, it's so good. And dude, if you if you ever want to really get hyped up, go to like go to something like OC Remix and just look up different remixed versions of the Doom soundtrack. Not not just the current one, but the old ones too. Like, there's some really really sweet versions of E1M1 out there. Yeah, but it's just let me let me give you 
my reasoning as to why I switched them. Overwatch, great game. Love that game. Play it a lot, just like you, Mike. Uh, it's 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 the game that my squad, Mike squad, goes to when we play games. It has pushed us off of most other games that we were playing. Uh, we we had a pretty we had a pretty regular rotation, I'd say. This is me waving goodbye to Payday, Payday Two, and never going back. <laughs> but it even pushed us off games we like, like Duck Game. Um, you know, we mm-hmm. just we just haven't gone back to anything because we always play Overwatch. I walk away from Overwatch even when we have bad days, like thinking about what went wrong, what can we do to be better, mm-hmm. how can we change up our composition as a as a squad that plays together as a team what can i do to to maybe learn my characters that i made a little better you know but but i'm never like man i'm done with overwatch i'm like i want to get back in there i want to redeem myself um and the the level of commitment that blizzard has shown to overwatch and the the way that they've released content for the game for free they've added to the game for free um, you know, supporting stuff, recognizing the way things work in the community and, and looking at characters and saying, you know, hey, this doesn't work and we're going to rework this character because mm-hmm. this is going to make our game better and it's going to make people who like this character happier. Um, I really appreciate that. And I think but like... for me... Sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. Real quick. I think like just as a final Overwatch note, it's also just like... I mean assuming you don't buy like $500 of loot boxes, like you can get this game for like 40 bucks and it's just like, it's such a good, like, you're good to go. Like Val. I mean, I'd hate to kind of always talk, talk about games and like value or like the, it worth the ticket price, but it's just, I mean, there's so much game and it's so high quality. I mean, you know, the support's going to be there going forward and it's, I think it's a it's a game that's very easy to get your money's worth out of just because I mean it's not that it it's cheaper than a lot of other games these days and it's just so much fun and the community is generally generally it's very good at like actually playing the game and not just being jerks and it's GG easy easy peasy but um you were saying yeah but so so for me it kind of comes down to, in part, expectations. Yeah, Overwatch had a bit of a rocky pass, being another game before um, it came to be what it is now. But like, basically, from the real like, announcement of Overwatch, and you kind of started to get a sense of what it was. You're like, yeah, oh, that this, game's going to be all right. This game's going to be a hit. Yeah, I, I, I definitely, We're, I see. Yeah. It was a game that like. Our squad looked at and said, "That's going to be our our next game." We all agreed. We bought it. We're like, we yeah. played the beta. And we're like, "Oh wait, this game's amazing. Let's keep playing is, it." <laughs> yeah, we're we locked. <clears throat> I didn't pre-order because I'm not a fool, but you know, still bought it right away. <laughs> Cha-ching. Had to throw had to throw that one in there. Swish. Doom, on the other hand, Doom had no right to be as amazing as it was. Doom also did not indicate at any point in time that it was going to be this amazing. From everything that happened with the launch of Doom, with the multiplayer beta, with the not sending out stuff for review, you're like, man, this game is going to be terrible. This is going to be just like your your typical remake it, movie 
that it's going to try and catch on the nostalgia of this old thing, and it's going to miss both the mark of a modern shooter and of a retro shooter. It looked like we were headed for doing the movie. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Okay. We we you were basically going to be playing as Rock, the Rock the entire time. And oh. Just oh. Okay. Uh-uh. Switching between third and first person is not great. <sighs> but this game then came out and blew everybody away. It nobody expected this game to be the way it was, to be as good as it was, to capture the essence of the original Doom, but also put on a fresh take without. It, it has the modern trappings, but not like the stupid ones that make you go roll your eyes because of the way that Call of Duty has kind of changed the way we look at shooters. It takes everything that's good about the old fast pace versus the modern trappings and puts them together in a way you just wouldn't expect. It's a game that I started playing and I had to sit the controller down and say, holy shit, this game is too amazing for my computer. I can't keep going on with the machine that I'm on and and not do this game the service that it needs and started putting together a new computer because of it. Like, no other game can say that. This game literally made me look at the machine that I had and said, man, it's time, it's time for change. Yeah, and I think, like, I mean, it's such a, I mean, it's a very replayable game, too. I mean, with just all the, the talent, the challenge stuff and... I mean, they added, like, that arcade mode where you can go back through the campaign and do stuff like that. So it's definitely – there's definitely a lot of game there. I mean, I mean, I just made the kind of budget over- argument for Overwatch. But, do, I mean, for how good Doom is, it's as just a directed, like, experience on all fronts. It's – I mean, it's just – it's so solid all across the board. Like, I, I mean, I haven't played a lick of the multiplayer and I have almost zero interest in doing that, but it's just completely worth it, a hundred percent for that campaign, just because the the singular campaign is just so good. Yeah, that game, that game just it blew me away, and it was one of those even when I had played it, it had been out for a while, and I'd heard nothing about how great Doom was, and I had kind of feared that that talk would kind of ruin my expectations and and be the be the classic everybody has overhyped something so much so it doesn't have the same impact on you because you expect it to be so good and that wasn't the case because this game is so good like I sat down went through the opening sequence which I which I'd had which I had seen and started playing the game and I was like man fuck no this is real good like <laughs> this is incredible like when you get out of the elevator and then he checks the shot it's like, oh man, like, this man, game. I'm here to fuck oh. some demons up. Yeah. So yeah, that it's. I mean, if I think for me, it's just it. It, it really feels like Doom and Overwatch. It's just, it, it's just such a razor, razor margin for me. I think I yeah. like I put Overwatch up there. If just you were because... if you were to do like your top, if you were to do your top five single and multiplayer games, you know, Overwatch would be in your your top spot for multiplayer, and Doom would be in your top spot for single player. You know, they yeah they, kinda, they occupy yeah. a very similar similar place on the, the the you know. If you looked at the podium, the first and second would be really close together, and then three, four, five would kind of be on their their lower tiers. Yeah, I mean, it's just I think both. Both of these games, I think, are just 
I mean, I think it's just a, a kind of cool show of the just the diversity of the games. It's like, yes, they're both technically first-person shooters, but they're and they're both excellent games. But they just succeed. They're in, completely different, and just create completely different but really awesome and fulfilling game experiences on both ways. Just doing com- like completely different things, like like I mean, you know, not not to say that Doom Guy doesn't have a lot of characterization, but I mean, there's such a, so, much, so many cool layers and design to all the characters in Overwatch, and Doom Guy is just, you know, he hates demons and will kill demons at any cost, and that's it. He has, yeah, he, there's 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 great humor and characterization in Doom Guy's lack of characterization. Exactly. Like to him, none of this is funny, but to all of us, we're like, man, this is the funniest shit I've ever seen. Just how much he hates demons yeah and it never they nailed that balance because something like that could be like if you like wink and nod with it like i don't know (laughs) gearbox (laughs) um it's just it would just suck but they just nail like it's would kind of like a it's that kind of tone is so hard to do right um and to make handsome jack cough yeah so for it to be (laughs) So for them to just knit, like completely just knock that writing out of the park, and I mean it's kind of all like in the gameplay itself too, like just for them to be so I guess brazen about, yep, this is exactly what we're doing, and for it to be as awesome as it is, it, it was just a awesome surprise, man. But Overwatch what is really year. fucking good. Yeah, what a year. I mean, 2016 might have been shit for a couple other reasons. I mean, like 20 but like, billion we got other some reasons. But bomb-ass video games. We have some pretty bomb-ass video games. Well said, Josh. It's going to be... It's going to be... Yeah, this is this is going to be a year that's fondly... In the video gaming world, that's going to be looked, looked back upon very fondly. I mean, like, look at... I mean, I, I had a couple honorable mentions on here, and... I'm it's, I'm just just thinking like like holy how did these not make my top five like it's ridiculous like I didn't have Uncharted four on here which was a great game I didn't have Dark Souls three which is great I didn't have Dishonored two which I like just got and played through and I loved yeah. and I was a big fan of the first one um, I didn't have Enter the Gungeon which I very much enjoyed. Um, you know, I'm very much, I'm, I plan on playing Mafia 3 soon, but that game from, you know, yeah, it had its technical flaws, but like it goes places that not a lot of other games go. And I I think that's pretty impressive. Like there's some, there's some games in this year. And I think, I I mean, I also want to shout out a couple other little ones here. Like one of my favorite multiplayer games this year, like couch co-op games, like, uh, Overcooked. That didn't make my mm. top five, and that is such Indeed. a crazy, frantic, fun game. Um, and also, uh, shout out to earlier earlier in the year, awesome games like Devil Daggers and Pony Island, which is actually the most metal video game of the year. I'm just kidding. Just go play Pony Island, please. That game is so <laughs> that game is awesome. But but that's after you play Doom and Overwatch because. Those games they're, are both. They're really, your really mains good. now. They're your mains now. They insist. <laughs> they insist upon it. They really do. Speaking of mains, you should make this podcast your main. Oh, how did they yeah, do raise, that? 
Ray's going to like that fucking transition. Hot. Super hot. They can do that by clicking the subscribe button here on YouTube. They can follow us on Facebook. Just type in the search bar, Unscripted Gaming. You can find us on Twitter at Unscript underscore Gaming. You can also find us where your finer podcasts are sold. We're on SoundCloud.com slash Unscripted dash Gaming. You can find us on iTunes, Google Play, Podcast Music. I still never know how to call that. Uh, we are on Stitcher and as well as Pocket Cast. So you can get us in your pocket and take us with you. On Main the us. go. Yeah. Give us... To your friends as well. Make them main Unscripted Gaming as well. We're the Reaper mains of podcasting. Yeah. You heard it here first. <laughs> I Reaper doesn't get Reaper doesn't get that Doom is a joke. <laughs> he looks at Doom guy and says, "That's that's my idol. That's who I want to be." Yeah. Man, Reaper Reaper is who Doom guy would have been if Gearbox made Doom. Oh, that made me sad. Don't ever say that <laughs> ever again. Oh my lord. Oh, see, that's why it was so good because it could have been that. <laughs> oh my god. Reap. Stop. <laughs> video All games right. are great. Video games are great. Twenty sixteen good video been... game talk. Thank you, Sweet. thank you. Twenty sixteen. Hopefully, twenty seventeen can can get on your level. But to see if 2017 does that, just make sure you follow us here. But I uh, guess all that's left to say is thanks for listening to Unscripted Gaming. I'm Josh. I'm Mike. Peace.